Welcome to this week's special edition of the Fantasy Hour on Tap. I'm your host tonight, Premier Amp, flying solo on this mission tonight. We're going to get into week 16, but we're going to do something a little bit different here tonight. We're actually going to talk about DFS, FanDuel, uh, DraftKings, however you want to play. Also, the app that we are sponsored by, Thrive Fantasy, we have talked about a couple times here at the Fantasy Hour on Tap. So let's dive in to the Saturday slate is what we're going to talk about here tonight. Uh, we got three games on the Saturday slate, so a total of six teams playing on Saturday. Uh, one of the biggest games is the 1 o'clock game or noon game, whatever you want to call it, uh, which is Houston versus Tampa Bay. We have the afternoon game, which will be the Buffalo Bills heading to New England, and then the night game of the uh, Rams versus the 49ers. So the way we want to get into this tonight is kind of more or less some ways to go about the teams here. Obviously, there's only going to be six quarterbacks, so everybody's going to be using every quarterback that they can. To me, though, this week, it's really hard not to play the top two guys in Deshaun Watson and Jameis Winston in that matchup alone due to the implications of how high that's, you know, that game probably will be the highest scoring game of the, you know, that day and probably the weekend. Um, the other quarterbacks I'm just very skeptical of. Uh, Jared Goff, very bad game the first time around against San Francisco, and that one was in L.A. as well. Uh, Tom Brady's just been on a steady decline going up against a rough Buffalo defense, uh, but that one is in, or that is in New England. I just still don't like that one. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has been better as of late, but he's still very inconsistent, and, and at that price you're just you're, you're stretching yourself thin. Uh, Josh Allen, though, is always a solid pick. New England is going to want to go all in on this game to stop him, which he also did not have a great game, I believe, in the first time around. Let me pull up his points here, guys. Uh, his New England game, he only had 11 the first time around. Uh, so to me, the best plays are Watson and Winston. Uh, I would be going all in on Winston. I think he's the best play on this slate uh, at quarterback. Now when it comes to, I'm going to switch to wide receiver right away, the news came out that Chris Godwin will not be playing, which just brings up the value of Rashard Perryman a lot. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is always a good play, just very pricey. But I'm actually going to go after a player that is going to be very lower price that will help you out in the long long run, and that's going to be Justin Watson of Tampa Bay. He will probably play that slot role, secondary wide receiver, so he will be a very good option there. Um Looking at the, the tight ends, uh, I would really highly rely on the top two as well again. Um, you could mess around and even put in an O.J. Howard for his value at 5500 which is not bad at all. Um, he, he's got a better matchup here going against the Houston Texans who uh, just struggle in general against the pass. But against the tight end, the Texans are uh, ranked right around, you know, the seven mark, uh, giving up points. But on the flip side, you know, Tampa Bay isn't is actually near the bottom. They're fourth worst against the tight end position. It's just with Houston, you don't know who they're going to rely on at the tight end, and I would just be very weary to stay clear of 
whoever they, you know, whoever you were to go after, which it'd either be Atkins or Fells. And I mean, you could take a flyer on Fells at 4,500 on, you know, FanDuel. I'm sure probably way less over there on DraftKings. Um, So just for everyone to know, I'm sorry, I'm looking at it here directly on FanDuel, um, which, you know, more, I do more of a breakdown on my weekly article, which I will let everybody know will be out tomorrow or, you know, on Friday morning, which was when this will drop. I will have the article for the Sunday slate dropping then. Um, I will also let you know now there will be an additional player at the end of this show that I will be talking about for Sunday slate. That is a, uh, one of those types that I would like to say is a can't miss. Um, or as we say around here at on tap hashtag crack them, uh, it'll probably be another kind of 2.0 crack em player of the week um, i'm gonna give you guys two this week special holiday edition you know short slate um so like i said even throwing in kittle this week at a you know 7400 high but he's very undeniably the best player running back gets a little bit sketchy this week uh in this slate especially on this slate where i would want to go in this front is kind of actually to go lower played. Um, Ronald Jones has been a lot better as of late, maybe not great the last you know game or so or well, couple games, but he's had flashes of being relevant, and I, I believe that he is going to get that good mix. He could see somewhere around 15 to 18 total targets this game. He's just got to get in the end zone. If he can get in the end zone, that'll help you out. But at 5,500, if he can get you, you know, 10 to 12 fantasy points, he's obviously hitting his value. Um, it's just the running back spot this week is very difficult. Um, the other spot I'm going to go here is actually going to be, I believe James White is a very good option. But I really want to stand firm with even maybe a Sony Michelle still. Uh, Devin Singletary has been good, did not play against New England the first time around, but that defense is just it is too good. Um, you look at the top end with Todd Gurley and Raheem Morstead. Morstead is a good option. It's just so he he's way too high priced in my eyes, and I think you can get the same value at a lower played player instead of paying up for him at, at that top tier mark this you know this week in this slate. So I would find a lower played running back. And then maybe you can figure out where to go from there. Um, you know, and then I, I really do want to just plug in Watkins this, or uh, Watkins, uh, Hopkins at receiver still. Um, another player that I actually see as a very good option this week, too, if you want to play down and you don't want to play Hopkins and you want to try and get a better running back, Will Fuller is always a good option. You know, you can look at even a. Muhammad Sanu, the one that I really like the most is actually Edelman um, in that mid-range, not top tier, but he's kind of right there. Uh, He's a very good option this week just because you got to think that this is another matchup too with Buffalo and New England where New England still has to win the game. So they're going to be aiming to get the ball in their best player's hands. Uh, He had a down week last week with only five targets and two catches. But the previous couple weeks, he's been getting, I mean, it, it's been all the way back till October 6th 
was the last time he had under 10 targets. He's had 15, 12, 11, 11, 10, uh, 12, 11, and 12. It's kind of hard to miss that. You know, when, when you can get a player at this value and all those weeks he, he kind of, you know, the last two weeks he was eight or the last three weeks other than Cincinnati last week, which is crazy to think Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, it was Cincinnati, so they tried not to play him as much. Um, but against, you know, he had a game against Casey and Houston, for example. You know, he had 20 points and 18 points on FanDuel. And over on DraftKings, you get that, you know, extra, you know, points for the catch. So his value will be a little bit higher over there. But they're in a game that they want to win. They want to shut Buffalo out of a chance to win the division still. Um, so it, it's a chance where they're going to want to get it to him, which could also mean somebody I like this week is Sanu. One thing I don't normally talk about, though, but I will bring it up in this one, is defenses. Uh, defenses are always hard to pick, especially on these short slates, because I try personally, I will admit, I try not to play a defense that ha- that is playing against a player that I that I have as an offensive player. You're, you're just losing out. You know, you're you're shooting yourself in the foot on that. Your player scores, you lose points on defense. So with this week, it, it can go any way. You can go down play and play the Rams at, you know, the lowest mark you can. Or if you're not playing any Buffalo players, you go play the Patriots at the highest mark. Um, I've been hearing a lot of people going after the Bills. Um, it's not a bad option, but they're only, you know, they're only going to be a little bit cheaper than New England. And I think you could swing getting New England still in your lineup this week. And they've been absolutely um, lights out this year for the most part, except for uh, about two weeks. They had some down downtime. Their last game against Buffalo, which was a low-scoring game, I remember. You know, it was only 10 points uh, scored. Uh, they had five sacks and four picks. I wouldn't see the four picks again and a defensive touchdown. But that was a 25-point game for them. I would expect you know, a, a 15 to 17 mark on this one with, you know, a low scoring game as well. But that same flip side goes to New England. Buffalo can play New England and only let up another, you know, I think they scored 16 last time. So Buffalo, when they played New England last time, didn't put up as many points, but, you know, you did keep the score low. And, you know, against New England the last time they had six. So, their value, you want to make sure you can try and hit over 10 for them this week. It will be rough, but um, Buffalo is a decent defense. The last, um, you know, last week against Pittsburgh, they only allowed 10 points, four sacks, four picks, and a forced uh, fumble recovery for a total of 18 points on FanDuel. But at this, you know, at the same time, you know, uh, like I said, it's only on FanDuel, it's only 500 more. I think you can. You could swing that by downplaying somewhere else. So this is a week you want to downplay personally, I think, at the running back spot with somebody like Ronald Jones. You can slide in. I would honestly, I would really highly try to stay away from Todd Gurley. Way too expensive against a stout uh, San Francisco defense that really all across the board, San Francisco ranks very highly. They're the number one uh, team stopping the run 
Uh, they don't give up that many fantasy points. And then when it comes to defenses against the quarterback, they are in the top 10 uh, points given up to the quarterback position, which, you know, that doesn't mean that Jared Goff is going to have, you know, it's not going to have a field day. He has been better as of late, which he's been consistent, but, you know, they, they stop a lot. Um, and the reason you want to go after that, you know, for instance, what I'll say here is the Houston and Tampa game is that's just a high, it's got high scoring game written all over it. You can throw in receivers from either team. Houston, more than likely, like I said, you want to aim at Hopkins and you want to aim at Will Fuller. Um, I just don't trust their tight ends. And then in the realm of, like I said, for running back, I do really like uh, Ronald Jones. And then I do like James White just because he gets all these receptions. So in a situation, if you're on DraftKings, barring his price, I'd have to look up. Um, you know, he's he's great value over there. Um, so trying to slide him into the lineup is always a key thing to do. Um, he's just a solid player that, you know, you want, you know, you want to get in. So over at DraftKings, James White is 5,800, which is about 500 less than Todd Gurley over there. Um, you know, and actually 900 less over under, uh, FanDuel. So, He's a player, especially over on DraftKings, you want to get in there for the reception part of everything. Um, also, I think you could take a flyer, I think I said, on Sony Michelle. I know they've been kind of iffy with him the last several games. He got 19 rush attempts last week and a couple targets. Hasn't gotten in the end zone in quite some time, but that doesn't mean it can't change this week especially against a, you know, in a, in a situation where they're going to want to control the game and they can. So even him down at 6,100 on FanDuel uh, is a good option. He's at 46 over on DraftKings. So that really is the main thing to look at for the Saturday slate. Uh, there's not much you can really risk there. I don't, like the San Francisco run, you know, rushing attack because it's so inconsistent on who's doing what, who's doing what, where, and when. Um, it's not that Morstead's not a good player. It's just when do they avert from the run and use, you know, any of their other guys, such as, you know, a Coleman or a Brita uh, during the game. But let's take a quick look here as we wrap up tonight at the Sunday slate. Um, you know, you got. It's it's winding down, guys, here uh, for the football season. So it's really coming to the end. You're in week 16, like I said. So Sunday is a very interesting time this week. And then that following week, I believe every game goes back to Sunday, which will be very, very crowded uh, in the daily fantasy world. But to look at the matchups uh, and a player that I really like this week, I know he's been very good all year, but I really like Michael Gallup this week for the Dallas Cowboys in Philadelphia. Philadelphia has struggled against a wide receiver. This will be my first crack and player of the week. Uh, make sure to check out the article that will drop about the same time as this podcast will. For another player, we're going to do a two-for-one special this week since we have Saturday and Sunday games. Um, you know, it, it's great. The whole weekend's covered with football guys. 
you know, just to touch really quick, you know, Philly gives up the second most points to the wide receiver position. And, uh, you know, (laughs) they struggle. And, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, Cooper's not a good option. I think they just get back to Michael Gallup. And for his price this week, I think his value is very high. He's had a lot of good games this year. Um, struggled last week against the Rams, only targeted three times. But when they get, you know, in situations where he's targeted, you know, 10, 13 times, he's, you know, he's getting the job done. So this week, look for them to try and target him about 10 times again. Uh, he'll get about, you know, seven, eight receptions, and he will see the end zone this week. Um, I could see him actually making it in multiple times. This is a almost a winner go home game. It actually is a winner go home game. Uh, the team that wins is pretty much locked into, you know, they win the division and they're going to the playoffs. So everybody's going to go out for blood. Like I said, Philadelphia is not good against the, you know, wide receiver position there. Like I said, actually they're fourth worst. They have given up actually a total of 20 touchdowns all year, uh, which I believe falls third in the league, uh, tied for third against, you know, with the Giants there. You know, it, it's a lot of, uh, they get a lot of work against them. Uh, they have their, you know, in that realm of some of the highest yards allowed other than Tampa Bay. That's why I like that game on on Saturday. So, like I said, so to look at look back at it really quick, I will run past the couple Saturday, you know, players that I like the most. Like I said, Jameis Winston. Um, I like Watson for uh, for Tampa Bay. I think with, you know, Godwin out, that's a great play. You know, and, and I almost, I, I, it's weird, but I like both tight ends this week. So make sure to get ready for the article to drop for the Sunday slate of everything. Like I said, first Crackham player of the week will be Michael Gallup. If there are any other questions, make sure you go over to our Twitter page at FantasyHROnTap. Make sure you also go to our main page at OnTapSportsNet. And, you know, go ahead and follow me over at Premier Amp for any other DFS questions related to FanDuel, DraftKings. And don't forget that we have a sponsor here, and that is Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new cool and tough, uh, you know, app that for DFS, it's all about the prop bets, guys. I'm going to put out on Twitter, I'm going to do, you know, one game on Saturday and one, you know, or not one game, but... I will do a tournament on Saturday, and I will do a tournament on Sunday to show you guys how that works. It's really cool. You know, take a look at it. You know, you do you get points per, you know, the the prop bet. So you get ten players. You pick the prop bet or the prop bets there, and you pick the over under. You get points based on what you pick and if that happens. And that's how you go about winning. Um, you know, so like an example is Tom Brady at you know two hundred and fifty yards. You do the over under. You get different you know, point values for that. But don't forget, guys, go sign up over there. Use our promo code on tap, all caps, O-N-T-A-P. You will get, after your first $10 deposit, you will get $10 additional for free. And don't forget, three games Saturday, the rest of the games on Sunday other than the lame Monday night game. And just have a great time. I'm sure everybody will be doing a lot of, you know, family-related things this weekend. But just crack a beer Have a good time and enjoy football this weekend.